1: Our scripture reading today is from First Kings chapter 19, verses 11 through 13. If you'd like to follow along, you can open the Pew Bible and turn to page 322. But before we read scripture, let us pray for the partnership of the Spirit in our reading. Dear God, as we prepare to read your words, open our hearts. We know you speak to us in many ways, and in particular, through the reading of Scripture, so attune our senses, draw us in this moment to still our souls, fill us with a sense of calling, give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts that respond, amen. God said to Elijah, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Now there was a great wind, so strong that it was splitting mountains and breaking rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind, and after the wind an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire, and after the fire a sound of sheer silence. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. Then there came a voice to him that said, what are you doing here, Elijah? The grass withers and the flower fade, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Amen.:
2: Hi. my name is Margot Billingsley, and I'm an eighth grade at Indian Hills. This summer, I went on the middle school mission trip to Minneapolis, Minnesota. The mission trip was definitely one of my favorite parts of the summer for many reasons. There are many things to like about going on these mission trips. You're able to hang out with friends, you get to sing songs with everyone, and you are able to help out many people. And you can go to very fun places such as Mall of America. I met some pretty great people on both of the mission trips I have gone on. And I'm very thankful I did because it made the experience so much better. Making friends on the mission trip is so fun because I found myself in scenarios where I just wanted to talk with people about one of the projects we did or just about anything in life. And I was able to do that because most of the time, at least one other person would want to do that too. On the van ride back from Minneapolis, I talked for basically the entire time just because I was able to have lots of conversations with the people I had recently met. The van ride to Minneapolis was a lot quieter on the way there than on the way back because not everyone knew each other yet. But on the way back, the backseat was pretty loud. I think sharing a room was also a reason we got to know each other better, as we didn't have much space to get away from each other. The small groups we did at the end of the day are also very crucial to getting to know other people. We're able to talk about what we enjoy, and it helps us get to know each other a lot better. I now have multiple friends from different grades, and I am so happy that the mission trip gave me more people to say hi to in the Indian Hills hallway. It helps school feel a lot more familiar and reminds me that I'm connected to so many people. There are times when all we want to do is be by ourselves, but I think there are some things about church where I, don't want, where I don't want much space to get away from each other. Even when I'm on my own, I don't wanna feel alone. Being part of this community reminds me of that and it helps that. Even in a world full of people, I feel like others know me and recognize me. I feel loved and I can love others. On the trip, I also like having friends who are older than me because I know what to expect. Going into eighth grade, I was able to know the good teacher and since I was able to connect with people who had just finished eighth grade at the same school. I know it is important to know people who are just different ages than me, but also have a lot of different experiences. We can help each other know what to expect in life and learn from each other. Things like the mission trip make me so happy because they make learning about God so fun by giving you fun ways to interact with other people while you are learning about something very important. An example of this experience is the songs. We are able to sing. The songs play a big part in things like the mission trip because you're given the opportunity to learn more about your faith while you're singing with your friends. I especially love Zach's awesome guitar playing to go with them. We're able to wind down after a long day of work, or in some cases, walking around a ginormous mall for five hours, to just sit around with our friends and sing along to fun songs and do dances for them. I also love how the interns are always willing to hang out with us, even though middle schoolers can be pretty annoying sometimes. Not me, but the other ones. The interns are very patient people and they make the experience so fun. The interns always sing along with us and make us know that we are able to just have fun. I love how we are always able to do things at our own pace. We are trusted to do things by ourselves. We played games around the church, which was very fun. It was especially fun to play games where we, <laughs> where we stayed in Minneapolis in a church where we didn't know very well. Romans and Christians is a game that's just like hide and seek mixed with capture the flag. It's one of my favorite games to play at Village because you get to just run around the church and try not to get caught. And you play with so many fun people. These are my favorite things about Village Church. They are what make the mission trip fun and so enjoyable for many. I saw in the interns how God lets us take things at our own pace. God is patient with us. God sings with us. And I think God loves a good game just as much as we do. God loves when we are connecting with each other. I see and hear God in moments like this. And I hope you do too. Good
0: morning. My name is Katie, and I'm a sophomore at Shawnee Mission South. I was very fortunate to get to attend the Montreal Youth Conference in North Carolina this past summer, and today I want to share with you about the ways I could sense God while we were there. I sense God in music and stories, but one of the biggest ways I sense God is in people. Because of this, as soon as we gathered in the parking lot on the morning we left, I could already sense God. I could sense him on the 15-hour van ride, in the afternoons we spent talking on the porch of our house, when we ate meals together, and when we gathered in worship each evening. One morning while we were there, we did a sunrise hike at Lookout Mountain, which meant we needed to be out the door just after six in the morning. That's a tad earlier than I'm used to in the summer. So everyone in my room either snoozed the alarms or they didn't go off, so we had about seven minutes before the van was leaving. Um, So I quickly got dressed and grabbed a banana before running out to the van, which was already moving away from the house. (laughs) Not a great start to the morning. Now, the night before, we were talking about the hike, and let's just say we were expecting it to be a little easier. It was somewhere between 30 and 45 minutes of relentless stairs, switchbacks, and rocks. Needless to say, my friend Sabrina and I were slightly out of breath by the time we got to the top. The entire time we were hiking up the mountain, we were thinking about how much easier they made the hike sound and how hungry and tired we were from the rush of the morning. When we got to the top, however, my mood changed seeing the sunrise in the mountains after that hard morning was so rewarding and i was really glad i did the hike that was another way i sensed god while in montreal getting to the top and seeing the view god had painted the mountains trees sunrise it was quite the climb but the view is great i think following god can be kind of like that in general there are parts that are really hard they can be more difficult than you were expecting or planning on maybe you don't feel fully prepared or that you were rushing around or that it came at a time you weren't expecting But if you can make it out the door, if you stick with it, you find something beautiful. Now, if you know me, you know I love to sing. So one of my favorite parts of each day was when our group would gather after evening worship in the house we were staying. We crammed 16 students and three adults into our small living room to debrief the day and sing some of our favorite songs. Everyone singing and doing the motions to these songs we all knew so well is always an unforgettable experience. I could definitely sense God those nights in the living room. Over the course of the trip, I was constantly filming on my GoPro camera. It's basically a small video camera that's easy to take anywhere, goes in water, stuff like that. When we got back home, I edited all these videos and made a short movie from the trip. When I make these videos, I usually put a song behind it, and the song I picked for this video was called Missing Peace. I chose this for a lot of reasons. The line in the song that sticks out to me most is when I'm in a room with you, that missing piece is found. That song really related to my time at Montreat because I did feel that way when I was in a room with all those people. Whether we were laughing at something Poppy Billingsley said or having a deep conversation about the day's sermon, I always felt connected. Although I do feel God in music, it isn't just the singing. It was that we were singing together, joining voices, and laughing at the motions that go with some of the songs. It was when we were together, connecting with each other as we laughed and listened. It reminds me that God moves when we're together. I can sing on my own, and I totally do that a lot, but singing together is a special experience. Being together, seeing God in and with each other is special. Another way I could sense God was on the last night of our trip. After worship, around 1,200 of us gathered around the lake and lit candles, very similar to the candlelight services we have here on Christmas Eve. The light passed around and soon you could see little flicks of orange all along the edges of the entire lake. We sang a song together, and they talked on a loudspeaker about the week. Then, one grade at a time, they called us out, and we blew out our candles. I think one can sense God in big things, but I also think you can really sense God in the little things, too. We were walking down the street in one of the towns we went to during our free day, and I was debating whether to buy this jacket. I was listing all the pros and cons of making this purchase, and when I decided to get it, I just turned around and said to my friends, It'll be okay. Right as I said that, a lady walking by repeated to me, it will be okay. Keep in mind, this lady was not present during the previous conversation and most likely had no idea what I was talking about. At first, I just thought it was funny, but I actually think about that lady a lot now, and now I sense God whenever I think about that moment. After an eventful week of hiking, singing, eating bagels, putting shoes on the roof of the van, and connecting with my friends, I was exhausted but so happy to have gotten to spend a week in such a cool place. I definitely sensed God constantly while I was there, and I already can't wait to go back next year. And I know whatever is ahead, it will be okay. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon at Village Presbyterian Church. Learn more about us at villagepres.org. And we invite you to join us again next week.